0: Prostitutes but I mean, are basically disposable people. Radio-drome. Welcome to another episode of Radiodrome. I am Josh Hadley. With me as always is the robot himself, the Cecil. Who am I?
1: Why am I here?
0: Getting his microphone fixed because the AI is out to get him. Peter is back. F***ing computers.
2: Don't you just hate him?
0: Oh, wait. Yeah, without that, we wouldn't be doing this show. Or people we wouldn't be listening to it either. We need
2: to have a grid meltdown, and we need one soon. Yes. <laughs> where where would you get your porn? You would get it I at adamandeve.com. Just... Yeah, you there set you me There you go. Up.
1: You like that f-ing softball?
2: Nice. <laughs> you go to
0: adamandeve.com. You use the promo code DROME, D-R-O-M-E, and you will get 50% off of a single item, three free DVDs, a free sex swing, and free U.S. shipping, all for using the promo code DROME at adamandeve.com. So tonight we're going to talk about A.I., Or robots to a degree. I want to specifically talk about autonomous robots. Artificial intelligence. AI. So no cyborgs. No inspector gadgets. No six million dollar mans. No nemesises. Would that be nemesis? I think nemesis is the plural of nemesis. No Pacific Rim because the Jaegers are controlled specifically by people. I want to talk about robots that are also artificial intelligence. So even Robocop, I would think doesn't count. Cause yeah, he has the protocols, but you know, near the end of the first movie, he purges all those and they don't really come back except for one subplot of two.
2: The horrible remake of it counts cause they put him on like some auto mode where he thinks he's in control, but it's the AI, but that movie doesn't actually exist. Yeah, so that, that, that never that's happened. That's true. What are you talking that, about? That's true. That never happened. No.
0: When, when you think of AI, when, when, when you think of that, what do you think of? Do you think of something more like the movie AI or do you think of something more like the Matrix the Iron Giant data what do you think of when it comes to AI
2: first thing that comes to my mind is usually like Skynet Like, computers taking full control and going out of their way to try to annihilate the entire human race.
0: Well, that's usually how it goes, because, you know, the AI... I don't know if movies are preparing us for the future, or if it's just that sort of science fiction doomsayer sort of thing. AI is rarely a good thing for humanity, yet it's always... It's always used as a good thing. I don't understand how we never see it coming. That's why I'm yeah, so scared. Harlan,
2: Harlan Ellison really believed that with I with, uh, have no mouth and I must scream that uh, AI is, is going to not only kill us but torture a few of us forever.
0: Well, and you know what? That might not be so far off. Remember yeah. about a year ago, no, about two years ago now, actually. Remember, I can't remember what company it was, but Twitter had that AI bot. It was a complete Twitter bot where it would converse with people. It would learn from the things that people would say to it, and it would become intelligent and learn. And what did it learn after a month? It was a conspiracy theorist, racist, anti-Semite.
1: And it's like, well, thank you, Internet. To be fair... The thing was, the people that are going to be on Twitter and the people that are going to have time—it uh, was even out, like outed. The people that had time to to mess with the robot were a bunch of people who were, they were a bunch of trolls essentially who were having fun. They were like, "Hey, let's see what we can get this thing to do." And so they inundated it with stuff to make it into the conspiracy theory, you know, racist thing. It was like the um uh, the Coke uh, Coca Cola bot. They got into they got to repeat Minecraft. You know, it's just that is not a cross section of humanity. That is just people who have a lot of time, who want to get something to do something dumb. Because, like, the average person isn't going to, you know, hey, I'm going to talk to the Twitter bot, and they'll talk to it for five seconds. The average dedicated troll is going to go on for hours to get it to do what it wants it to do.
0: Yeah. Which is part of the problem with AI. We still have to program it. Yes, AI can learn, but let's look at pop culture, movies, television. How many positive... No, and I mean positive in the end, because a lot of the AI in movies start off positive. How many positive portrayals of AI are there compared to negative portrayals? I
1: can't think of any...
3: (laughs) <laughs> Maybe um, that's
2: the point. Oh, oh, wait, I, I got it. Uh, johnny because this johnny one technically Five. is. A, I mean, it is a bad thing. Like it shows that humanity got lazy because of it. But I guess Wally is a non-violent one. Well, yeah, I, I would Wally.
0: say even something like her, as insipid as that is, that's non-violent. But look at something like Chappie. Look at how quickly Chappie was turned into well. You no, know, it, it was emasculated uh-huh. and turned into, in, it was gay. Chappie was it gay. It was,
1: it was turned into, what's, what's that band, uh, oh, forgettable God.
0: Australian band.
1: It was, it was that, it was that crappy, oh God, I know I had all these people that are like, oh, they're the best band. I'm like, no, they're terrible.
0: Oh, they're horrible. They're absolutely Uh, horrible.
1: um, Basically the the movie turned into two hour music video with a rap and robot. I wanted to jump off a bridge. It wasn't
2: Uh, even a two hour music video. It was a two hour, like merchandise commercial showing off their shirts and their songs. And they even called themselves like by their band names.
1: Yeah. The 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 robot wore bling for crying out loud. That was why I, I lost any, like, I lost any and all faith in uh, the director was going to do, like, the Alien movie. At first, I was like, okay, cool, he's
0: got this really great idea. Uh, no. no. Uh, I lost faith with him right away because I noticed something. By, like, his third or fourth movie, I'm going, this man never has a third act. It's always a pretty good first two acts and the third act always is a complete mess. This guy doesn't know how to end a movie. Now, he doesn't District, know how I thought to
1: District do 9, it. District 9,
0: thought District 9 was was really good.
1: I thought even and even the, the third, third act.
0: act was a giant shootout for 35 minutes. That's not a great third act.
1: It was still it was still more satisfying than uh you know uh what is it poor people versus rich people in space Elysium. Uh, Elysium, yeah. And it was like, I'm like, okay, this is a really good idea that, oh, we get it. Yeah. yeah. Chappie's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And that's when I was
0: like, all right, this guy just,
1: I've lost any. He's going to have to work to redeem the faith.
0: Well, let's go back. Would you say the first AI, the first real robot as we would look at it would be Metropolis? Would it be Maria's Double? Would that be the first real AI in film? Probably. Because I mean that was one of
1: the the earliest sci-fi cinemas. Uh, so I, I can't uh, I as far as I I mean that as far back as I know would probably
2: be the first uh, on the first on film, not the first written, but the first uh, on film. Yeah, I can't think of anything before that that was that was like that, especially too. Just think of how
0: audiences in 1927
2: would have looked
0: at Maria, you know? Oh, it blew their minds, I'm sure of it. Yeah. I mean, just think of what a, no pun intended because it's German, foreign concept the that Maria is, you know? Gort, Day the Earth Stood Still. You don't know how many people from my parents' generation
2: said Gort scared the shit out of them as kids. Is Gort AI, though, or an alien? Gort is the robot. He's, he's, he is supposed to be, like, a robot. That's not armor.
0: Gort, yeah. Gort is a robot. He, Gort is AI. And remember, he actually, Klaatu couldn't completely control him either. You know, he was like, I'm not going to be able to stop Gort from doing this if your people persist. So yeah, I think he was, kind of again, thing. uncontrollable
2: AI. Yeah, that would count. Gort's uh, Gort's badass, too. Gort that is, is a, one of the, the coolest villains. Even though for a while I thought he was just, like, a really crazy alien in, like, a silver suit. <laughs>
1: It's just awesome because he comes out and just shows, like, he he has that ray that comes out of his eyes and just disintegrates everything. It's It's awesome. Oh, I mean, back then, holy crap. And then that really terrible remake, I, I felt, I actually felt bad for Keanu. I'm like, oh, because they, they, like, he, he was, like, he, I love Keanu, but he had the perfect wooden personality to play K- Klatsu And then Gort ended up being a bunch of nanites. I'm like, boo. <laughs>
2: you know what? 1951 Gort is scary. Absolutely. Oh, it's ter- yeah, absolutely. Because The original uh, Day the Earth Stood Still is a prime example of, of this sort of thing and how to do it well, for sure.
0: What about HAL 9000? One of the most soft spoken, feminized, yet oddly comforting computers you would rather have kill you.
2: That would be my second, uh, go-to example. It's either Skynet or it's HAL from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Cause that's w- like the, the ultimate in f*** you over AI technology. Yeah, Just sing I was Daisy gonna- to it.
1: My AI that I usually think of is, uh, Joshua. Shall we play a game? Mm.
0: See, okay, I don't know which is worse, because yes, you got Joshua, but what about the Whopper itself, if you're going war games? Because the Whopper well, was controlling Joshua, or was Joshua controlling the Whopper? The movie never quite answers that. Just unplug the goddamn thing! But okay, you got that. You got Hell 9000. Now, I'm not talking the pretentious, stupid TV show. What about Westworld? Westworld, again, the robots inevitably malfunction and try and kill us. I'm talking 1973 Westworld, not stupid, pretentious Nolan Westworld. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, dude,
1: how, how good was the freaking gunslinger in that? I watched that again recently it's just it's like all right the robots are tired they've had it and they're they're just out there to, all right you know what you're doing this to us we're gonna do this to you it's it's done very well it's actually kind of interesting because he doesn't really start to go on the rampage until like towards almost the end of the movie but it's it's just like does not stop and uh it's it's a really cool movie and you do Mm. kind of it it does kind of bring up the the question which is what they were shooting for which is we've made these machines that can feel we've made them as close to human as possible and yet we still expect them to not rebel it kind of (laughs) ends on the who's really the bad guy here still holds up and yeah that is definitely ai figured out all right we're tired of this <laughs> we're, we're gonna t- we're gonna take care
0: of the uh, the creator and and if you want to go with a um you
1: know who made who action
0: well, I think Blade Runner actually explores that better. Because Blade Runner made them so much more human that they're almost indistinguishable from us, yet we don't treat them as such. Because really, in Blade Runner, the replicants are like a subhuman, literally, subhuman slave class. And yet they can feel, they have emotions, they have needs. The book deals with this a little bit better, but they yearn to have memories. That that's why the movie never explains this so well. They collect photographs. That's why every Leon and everybody they have all these old photographs that aren't theirs because they want to have a history more than I was born as an adult. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think while Westworld might have kind of started what we think of as that Blade Runner. Or to who dreams actually explores it a little bit better. They are people, really. Let's leave that idiotic Blade Runner 2049 out because that takes it to a ridiculous extreme. Blade Runner is
2: the ultimate in are these real people? Yeah, yeah. like sort of a question of what, what makes you a person? Yeah, what yeah, makes you real?
1: Factors into the whole, like the, the, the concept was essentially you're not human unless you have a soul. Well, it's like, uh, who's to say that, you know, I mean, you've got these, these things that are, they're indistinguishable uh, between humans. You know, they talk, act, have emotions, have feelings, live, look like humans who's to say that they don't deserve the rights like humans simply because they were uh, created in you know in a lab as opposed to in a womb mm-hmm. so yeah blade runner that's why blade runner is, is one of the most brilliant movies ever made because it's you know here we are decades later and you can still talk about it can still dissect it can still notice things and and discuss things that uh, maybe you didn't think about at the time because our world is continuously changing and uh, i would not be surprised if you know Probably not in our lifetime, but uh, if they were able to eventually have robots of some sort that uh, I mean, you know, they have the, the the Scarlett Johansson bot right now. I mean, if you go back 30 years, it's it's definitely a lot different and a lot more believable, but it's still you can tell it's not human. I would say sometime in the future, eventually, I can see them figuring that out and making uh, robots that are indistinguishable between people, and then that's going to get really scary and really interesting because it's going to bring up the whole, well, do they have rights? And it's going to, uh, you know, really change the way that the world is.
0: Do you guys remember the old T? Well, old by like ten years ago, TV show Masters of Science Fiction that was on ABC for all of four episodes. No, one of the one of those episodes was a brilliant and satirical look at that it was you have all these these you know robots these AIs that are our slaves there are butlers and everything one of them is put on trial for murder i.e you know like iRobot what actually made them say it has evolved into being a human is amazing it was willing to kill its own kind to save itself what could be more human than that and cool. I thought it was being put in a deadly situation and it kept pushing the other robots in front of itself to save it. It makes me think of Ice Pirates. Remember how, you know, the, the robots, like it would get scared and sh itself. Yeah. All of a sudden the oil pan would come out and it was, I'm sorry, I found that to be funny.
2: No, Ice Pirates is an amazing movie. Space for
1: Purpose. What? Space for Purpose.
0: What about something like V'ger? Okay, this is the problem I always had with Star Trek The Motion Picture, besides the fact that it's boring as sin at Star Trek The Motionless Picture, is, okay, V'ger, this this AI intelligence, is smart enough to figure out where the Voyager probe came from, but not that there's dust covering a few
2: of the letters. Oh, well, well that's it's just circumstantial for the movie
1: yeah like if, if they, they called it thing. yeah if they called it Voyager then there wouldn't be that big like whoa you know Voyager is is Voyager I mean it, it it wouldn't have that big shock at the
0: end it, it's it's just one of those you're you're so super intelligent but you can't do this
1: oh uh, you, now you're now you're nitpicky we've all got okay. flaws even super robots Maybe, maybe it has, uh maybe it's nearsighted and it, uh, it can't <laughs> see, <laughs> it has problems with dust. The world's first nearsighted robot.
0: <laughs> what about the movie Tron? Now, obviously, I wouldn't call the, I wouldn't call them when they're in the video game. I wouldn't call that AI specifically because they're literally being controlled by somebody else playing the video game, but the MCP, the MCP would be AI. Yeah, it's Hollywood.
1: Because that, I mean, because it is, it's a, it's a video game at the end of the day, and of, so of course it would be AI. It's just well, type yeah, so evolved things AI that
2: are that are programmed and controlled by other things and controlled by the the game itself. So yeah, Terminator.
0: Now we are. You already mentioned Skynet, Peter, but what about the Terminators themselves? No, they they're absolutely are...
2: AI because they're they're programmed to complete this uh, mission by Skynet itself, and it can be. It can be reprogrammed to think for itself, but they're initially made to follow orders and, and be like a malevolent AI. So I'd say I'd say that even the Terminator itself counts.
0: Is the Terminator mm. just a logical extension of Johnny Five?
2: I think Terminator
0: um, is like the the unpleasant Johnny Five. <laughs> Johnny Five is the nice kind robot that was made for war but decided it wanted to be good. Whereas mm-hmm. the Terminator was made, you know, as we see in the later stupid sequels, to kind of be, you know, Skynet was supposed to be good and it went bad. So, I don't know. They're the dichotomy of one another.
2: I'd say that the good one of the two would be like Robocop. That's but Robocop sort of like really the has good Murphy's brain. Of, of that sort of thing. Like the good cyborg versus the bad cyborg.
0: Maybe I'm gonna out myself here. You guys all cried at the end of Iron Giant as well, right? When the Absolutely. giant sacrifices himself. I'm Superman. I, I, I don't care. I still tear up at that. I don't care how weak that makes
2: me look. Every how, man. How, why would it make okay. you look weak? Th- th- this is a man Let's thing. Let's squash that now. Everybody, to everybody listening that has these like macho ideals or whatever, you're allowed to cry. Okay. You can cry. Don't be like, oh, the baby crying. Rambo cried. Okay rambo cried he's the manliest man on the planet my my
0: ex-wife did not cry at the end of iron giant my girlfriend doesn't my mom doesn't i have never i, I have female friends i have never seen a woman cry at the end of iron giant i've also really? never met a Most man who
2: hasn't most mm. of the women in, that I've known in my life and my, my girlfriend in general as well has cried at the end of Iron Giant. Maybe it's just, just a weird circumstance of people you've known. That's an extremely emotional. emotional ending for sure. And that's a great movie too. Iron Giant is so awesome.
1: Very underappreciated.
2: And that's why I'm mm. pissed
1: because they're like, oh, let's remake it. Hey, have about a good idea? Let's not. Just yeah. leave it alone.
0: <laughs> it's a perfect movie as it is.
2: Leave it alone. But okay. What would Iron Giant count as? Like, because well, the Iron Giant to destroy was destroy cl- it, wasn't he?
0: Yes, but he was clearly made by some other alien race that we don't see. Yeah. So he he is a robot. He is artificially intelligent. It's just the, the weird thing is he chooses to be good. Because after his yeah. programming kicks in and he goes all war machine, he still chooses to be Superman, mm-hmm. not Atomo.
2: So maybe he in that case it could be like his his love for the human race, the way he sees it can uh, manages to overcome his programming in a way so it's it's AI I mean artificial intelligence in itself that's, that''s what it means it's it's artificially intelligent and it can it can learn. so there I think there there would be a way for it to overcome its initial programming uh it's just a really a good movie i haven't seen it in uh in a while but i really want to watch it again um it's one of those just, movies that like really stick with you like you can see it once but you'll remember it forever
1: yeah cuz it's so emotionally well done Mm-hmm. Like, the, it's really just, I mean, the animation, the story, the, the voice acting, just everything really just is perfect. It's, yeah. it's, I don't think anybody really expected it to be what it ended up. Like, when it first came out, like, there was very little buzz about it. It was and now
2: completely you, random. Yeah, it just it just kind of came out.
1: Yeah. And then like everyone saw it and was like, this is amazing. And then here we are decades later and people are still like, yeah, this movie is just phenomenal. And everybody, mm. lo- I don't know anybody who like doesn't like it. Like I've never, I've never spoken to anybody that's like, Oh, that movie sucks. Or, you know, like it's just, it, it just hits everything right on point.
0: What about we got, we got to talk about the AI in the mm-hmm. Aliens universe. Because you have David, which is almost human, but psychotic. You have Ash, who is just psychotic. And then you have Bishop, who is willing to sacrifice himself to try, you know, I mean, I know it's his, his sub-programming. But the AI in the Aliens universe, whether they intended it to be this or not, is an interesting progression as much as I hate The fact that David is now the main character of the goddamn alien universe and that Ridley Scott says he's the future of the franchise because Ridley Scott's insane. David to Bishop is an interesting evolution, isn't it?
1: Like, I hate to say this because I usually I side with directors, but I think in this case, like Ridley Scott has kind of misunderstood his own creation, so to speak. Like he doesn't I don't I don't get why you would have this long running franchise and all of a sudden introduce this new character and say that this is really what this whole thing has been about. It's so far removed from everything I just, I don't understand his logic. And I think that he just kind of created this monster, so to speak. And because seriously, like with Prometheus, I liked Prometheus a lot. I thought that Prometheus was cool, but I was willing to give it the benefit of the doubt as far as timeline, because I was like, okay, this isn't an alien movie. This is kind of a cross section of something else that happened within the alien universe. But then when he tried to tie it together with Covenant and really pushing the whole new AI thing. I was like, what exactly are you doing here? Like th- this guy
2: created, A- no, no, like, what are you doing? Horrible, horrible plot holes aside, the androids or whatever in, in the alien films are still very interesting because obviously they're kind of twitchy and glitchy in the, in the first one, uh, with Ash. And then you've got, um, the Bishop one. In Aliens, which is a little more, uh, evolved, it seems to be able to think for itself a little bit better, but it's programmed, um, it claims to have been programmed better not to, not to harm humans, but it's just, with, with that, it's sort of more of an incidental thing. I mean, in Alien, it's meant to be the, the secret baddie, like one of the, the villains in the film that sort of drives the plot forward, and, and in Aliens, it's meant to be one of the good guys that comes in and, and saves the day. I don't particularly think the androids in the alien movies are, are a super memorable part of the films, other than one is a threat in the first film and the other one is played by Lance Henriksen, who is awesome. I, I feel like having this David thing that, in Ridley's mind, is what actually created the the aliens is just flat-out and retarded.
0: Well, I also think there's something with Bishop. The, there's two lines in Aliens that really set him apart as a true, evolved species, if you will. I prefer the term artificial person myself. You know, mm. he, he's got the nom de about that. And the the whole, I may be synthetic, but I'm not stupid. When he yeah. when he does not want to climb through the, the tunnel, he's still, he doesn't want to die, but he knows... It's kind of his job to die to protect the humans if he has to, but he doesn't yeah. want
2: to. And that's just that's just good writing. It's good character writing, and it's obviously meant to be kind of a social, like a social commentary thing. You know, I prefer the term artificial person. I mean, that could be said by someone with with a physical disability or someone of of a different race or culture correcting someone on the street that's using kind of an ignorant term that's kind of all that really is but it it works very well in in the favor of the film and in creating a very clever character
0: Okay, what about whether you're talking about the original, whether you're talking about the original '90s anime or the modern 2017 remake? What about Major in Ghost of the Sh- Ghost in the Shell? She technically has a human brain and human memories. She just doesn't remember them. But otherwise, it's kind of like she's like
2: RoboCop. A... It's sort of it's in the same realm as uh, RoboCop.
0: Yeah, because I'm like I'm like when it comes to Major, I'm going. She's kind of a cyborg, but she's also kind of an
2: AI as well. Well, yeah, cause she's programmed to be like law enforcement, like a cop, but has like lingering human memories of, of who she used to be as a person. So it's kind of AI, but it kind of isn't. It's, it's AI in the sense that she's programmed to follow orders with an artificial intelligence, but she has a real human intelligence because of her human brain. So it's, it's like a, it's, it's like the Robocop kind of factor, like a directive four sort of thing.
0: Definitely more, more cyborg than than robots well what about then like a something like lawnmower man he doesn't start out he starts out as a regular person once he becomes job inside the computer doesn't he sort of become AI at that point, especially when he's able to duplicate himself and infect other computers that he's not actively working at? Is Lawnmower Man AI or
2: not? Cause that one's right on the line for me. I think he be, kind of becomes a computer at the end of the movie, so that, it counts enough, I would say. Uh, it,
1: it doesn't, it, like, I think that's really a rare instance because it's actually, he wasn't Programmed. He actually took his consciousness and put it into the machine. So where, you know, I mean, that's really the, the, you know, the ghost in the machine. He actually went in. So you could say that he's AI, but he's really, he's not artificial intelligence. He's actual
2: intelligence. He's real human intelligence. He's a, yeah, he's a, a, a computer.
1: Yeah, he's a human
2: that that put himself into the machine. So it can, I guess for Lawnmower Man, it would be a yes and no. It's kind of a bit of both.
0: Okay, what about then, quote-unquote, more realistic sort of AI robots, like in Runaway? What about something like Runaway, where there are these giant, clunky refrigerator-looking things that cook our meals and, you know, take care of our babies, and, you know, of course, are also acid-spitting, exploding robot spiders, but that's only because of Dr. Luther. What about something like Runaway? Is that
2: actually AI or not? I don't think I've seen Runaway. You never, oh is that, you've never seen runaway Selleck? is that the gene simmons one yeah yeah gene oh, wait, simmons no, is the villain that.
0: kirstie alley tom Selleck. Yeah, i have seen that one the spider captain the spider captain robots. harris from police academy is the boss oh no i have seen that i thought you were Wasn't talking that? about that f- new
2: tv show the run away
0: show called Ru- uh, no oh, no the, the, that's an x-men thing no Runaway, okay. 1984 michael crichton No, no, I've seen that. I just watched it last week with my girlfriend. It's more than a little sexist of a movie. I'm watching this and even I'm going, wow, this movie is really sexist. It really is. I mean, hell, you you even have – no, this is aside to the sexism thing. You have Michael Crichton casting his own wife as a hooker. I wonder how that went down at home. (laughs) Well, okay, here, I'm going to play
1: devil's advocate here because I'm always playing devil's advocate for some reason. What if – she requested it maybe she was the one who said you know it would be really funny let you know give me this role you know i want to play you know i just want to have a little part i want to be gene simmons it. hooker i want to play gene simmons hooker you know or maybe she was a big kiss fan and she wanted to uh you know i mean it's it, it like women have agency too you know it wasn't necessarily like she's
0: the one who accepted the role in context of the rest of the movie this is a very very sexist film
1: okay but like what I, okay, I haven't seen it in a very long
0: time. But give me another example. Like, why is it sexist? His, his, his new female partner is immediately smitten with him. She, she gets disappointed when she finds out that he only sees her as a partner on the police force. He has to rescue her multiple times. Okay, at the very end, technically she rescues him, technically the kid, but then he has to rescue her, rescuing him. You've got the prostitute characters, which are constant victims. You have Kirstie Alley's character which is almost completely under the thumb of dr luther you've got the spiders kill almost exclusively women it's like this is a very sexist film it really is i hate to say that coming from me but re-watching it i went wow i this is so 1984 a man's movie you know
2: Oh. Are, I mean, realistically, aren't prostitutes actually victims in real life? Prostitutes I mean, are basically disposable people.
0: Yeah, they are.
1: But how many, how many movies have had, especially in the 80s, have had prostitutes being cannon fodder, essentially? How many, I mean, I just, uh, watched Strip to Kill, uh, you know, you know, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's like strippers, were, there was a guy who was exclusively targeting strippers. How many movies where they've targeted women, and usually
2: specifically hookers? The mindset would be like, oh, they're homeless, or oh, they're a hooker. It's like, well, who's going to miss them? I know, but I, as I, I, I'm, I'm watching, I'm context, just going... Out that makes me sound like such a serial killer. <laughs> okay,
0: we're we're not going to talk about sexism, but it's, it is kind of a sexist movie.
1: She's immediately smitten with Tom Selleck. Like, I mean, yes.
0: How would her- you be?
1: How wouldn't you be? I am, you know, like my I was uh, like my my wife was like she she never really uh like she's she, she's younger than I am. And she so she never really watched like uh, the old uh, Tom. Selleck. She actually knew Tom Selleck from Friends. So I went back and showed her like Terminal Island and stuff. And she's like, oh, my. She's like, Magnum? I get it
0: now. Magnum P.I. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Magnum P.I. Yeah. She's like she he's the only guy with
2: a mustache that it actually works like him. And uh it's him and Daniel Day-Lewis. And Sam Elliott. And Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott
0: actually looks wrong without a mustache. It's weird. Burt Reynolds. We discussed it before. Burt mustacheless Burt Burt is is just wrong.
1: Yeah, it totally is wrong. Yeah, it's. but I'm saying it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that it's very rare. Fred Williamson, too. He's another one who just, he owns the mustache. Terry O'Quinn.
0: Terry O'Quinn is that pencil mustache. He looks weird without it. yeah. But the
1: whole thing is, I don't really, I I don't know. I need to go back. I'll have to watch Runaway again soon. But everything that you explained really doesn't sound like sexism. It just sounds like it's part of the movie. The guy was exclusively targeting hookers the 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 woman you know she was a a new cop so she was const so she was getting into danger and the more experienced cop who happened to be a guy ended up rescuing her a bunch of times i mean it doesn't really sound like like it's as like i think that sometimes especially in the world that we live in now we have a tendency to kind of look at things a a little too close when it's like they're they're seeing things that aren't really there i mean it's one thing if you know the old hey toots and you give them a slap on the bottom and all right right you know that's sexism yes that's pretty sexist it almost
0: it it almost has a few of those moments too though really it kind of does yeah we're getting yeah we're getting way we're getting into sexism we're talking about robots so (laughs) let's let's move to television i'm going to say max headroom is the best ai on tv but god damn it bender on futurama gives him a run for his money doesn't he
1: yeah I would say simply Max Headroom because of at the time and how forward it was. Bender, I love Bender, I love Futurama, but really it was kind of taking the piss out of the whole thing. Whereas Max Headroom was really showing this is, you know,
0: where AI could be, uh, 20 minutes into the future. And the thing with Max Headroom is he is so different than Edison Carter, yet they technically are the same brain. And I think that was not just the, the brilliant part of Max Headroom, because that would be the, the just complete and utter social and pop culture satire of the show. The fact that, remember, let's, let's travel back in time to 1985, people. The lie Channel 4 told that Max Headroom was completely computer-generated, AI. We know that to be factually inaccurate by a long shot. People believed it. That's what was so amazing. They believed Matt Frewer in heavy makeup with graphics behind him was AI. That to me is f***ing
2: amazing. Most people are pretty stupid, but I mean, it was such a brilliant character that it's like, even, I think if even I was um, a kid at, at that time, I would have maybe believed it because it, he really was convincing in that role.
0: Yeah, they even added the glitches and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it was great that you could that you could imagine 1985
2: era AI would have to it. And it didn't help that a guy in a Max Headroom mask like uh hacked into a TV station too. That wasn't <laughs> until 1987. I'm talking in '85 when still Max first in the hit, 80s, though.
0: Right, but I'm just saying in '85 because by '87 we knew it. It was just a guy in a ma- in makeup. In 1985, they sold this as. This is actual computer generated, a computer
2: generated talk show host, the world's first computer generated talk show host, yeah.
0: I
1: didn't find out I don't know if I was a little slow in the draw or whatever, but I didn't I'm going to say out. yes
0: without even you finishing that. I'm going
1: to say yes. <laughs> God damn it. Set myself up for that one. Uh, I think I found out around like 2004 that it was actually Matt Frewer in like a, in like a rubber get up with makeup and stuff. I really thought that it was, uh, rendered out. Uh, I, I just did, I, I was, I was an idiot. What
0: do you want to? <laughs> I okay. wanted to believe the lie. If, if you believed that up until 2004, I mean, are, do you have an enough blinker fluid
1: (laughs) you know i they they took
0: the the wheels off and they put them on the other tires and now yeah leaving leaving max headroom aside what about bender bender is obviously a comedy character but he is i mean just look at how many pop culture references are made about bender how people use bender's dialogue in day-to-day conversations bender might arguably be the most visual robot in the history of television leaving aside like you know r2d2 and c3po which let's be fair r2d2 is just c3po's beard like blackjack and hookers (laughs) and forget the blackjack forget the blackjack the 2003 battlestar galactica are those just basically psychotic replicants really
1: i Uh, guess
2: i mean i I never watched much Battlestar Galactica, so I can't really answer that well.
1: I, I need to go and watch, like, the whole series. It was on i, I missed out because it was on Netflix for a while, and now no, it's No, you
0: need to stop after Season 3 because then you don't have Season 4 poisoning you with how bad it was.
1: Oh, boy. Okay, it's one of those.
0: All right. Season 4 is— it pisses on every single thing that came before. I, I, I almost, I don't want to spoil the plot, but it's so dumb. I don't know if I can.
1: No, I'll, I'll watch it, but I mean, it's kind of like Dexter, where it's like, watch the first, was it six seasons and then make up your Quit. own ending? I, I don't know
0: enough, uh, to really say one way or the other. The AI we all wanted as kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. Michael. I can't do that. Come on, what, we uh, all the, wanted uh, Kit. The robot he yeah. gave to Polly.
1: Stuart, <laughs> happy birthday, Polly.
0: We all, we all wanted Kit. We all wanted that little light at the at the front of the car. Because you know what? I no we one all watched just that- wanted that car in general, too. Kit just as a car would be badass. But, yeah. but here but here here's the thing, Peter. No one watched that show for Michael Knight. Nobody. We watched it for
2: Kit.
1: I think I don't some people know. watched it for Michael Knight. You're, I think you're discounting the draw of David Hasselhoff. No, I'm not. Th- there are a lot of. I think men
2: watched it for Kit. Women watched it for David Hasselhoff. And I'm sure some men watched it for Hasselhoff too. Like, man, I wish I was that cool. Sort oh, of. Oh yeah,
1: that too. But I think that, uh, it, it, that was, like, that was a perfect mixture
2: of, you know,
1: men wanted the car and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to be Michael Knight. That's really what a lot of that came down to. And women saw the car, but they, they wanted to do Michael Knight.
2: <laughs> they wanted to do Michael Knight in the car.
0: They wanted to do, there you go. They wanted to do Michael Knight in the car. Would that make Kid a voyeur then? Possibly. Joel's sure.
2: first talking, uh,
0: cuck car. Okay, do you guys remember the 1990, I want to say 91 or maybe 92 series, Man and Machine, where robots, Yancy, y- Yancy Butler has to be taught how to be a human cop by, was it David Andrews?
3: Uh, I don't I remember,
1: I just remember Yancy Butler, cause she mm. was the, you know, she was the AI. And it was it was M-A-N-N, because it was the yes, name of the comic Yes, man was and man machine. and machine. Well, I mean, I remember it, yeah. I mean, it was, God, what did one Nine season?
0: episodes. Nine episodes. As, really? I two liked of, it. Two of which never even aired till the Sci-Fi Channel re-ran them. They aired I for the say, first time on the Sci-Fi it. Channel years later. I saw it on the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, I, I saw it on NBC originally in whatever year, or 91 or whatever it was.
1: Uh, it's a shame. I Because I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a neat idea. And it was another timely thing where I guess they just didn't give it time to breathe.
0: Our listeners, Tom and Crow, and, and perhaps Gypsy even, or, or CamBot as well. The Mystery Science Theater robots. I mean, those are AI. I mean, Joel built them. Even though, you know, Crow's a jerk and Tom's a sarcastic asshole, they're still AI.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, Joel Hodgson talked about it recently and basically said that um the dynamic of the show has been, if you watch it, Joel created the bots. So he plays it more like a father figure, which is why, like, there's certain times where, you know, ah, Crow, you need a timeout, you know, and that kind of thing. And then Mike comes in, and Mike is more of, like, their buddy, you know, and so it, it's it's the different dynamic of it. And then a little bit um with Jonah. Jonah is also kind of their buddy, but, like, they're more experienced than he is. So they're totally AI, all of them, you know, even Cambot. Although I don't like the new Gypsy voice.
0: I don't like any of the new voice. Uh, Okay, small tangent, I'm done with Mystery Science Theater 3000 when it comes to the Jonah years. I, I'm, I guess I'm waiting for the next iteration. I don't find the Jonah years to be funny. I think the jokes are too rapid fire. I mean, you watch any of the jokes and it's joke, 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 There's literally no breathing space in this. It's like they're afraid if we don't have a joke every three seconds, we're going to lose the audience. Go back and watch the Joel and Mike years. There's gaps where they're letting the movie play out so
2: the next joke works. Yeah, they works. let the movie Not- kind of be, be funny on its own a little bit.
0: Yeah, whereas with Jonah, it's joke, 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 It's like, I'm sorry, guys. Not only are the jokes not really that funny, I can't stand the rapid fire, you know, if we do ten jokes, you know, in ten seconds, one of them's going to be hilarious, right? No, I just, I'm done. I'm done with Mystery Science Theater this last season was, as far as I'm concerned, the last season. I don't like modern Mystery Science Theater. Not that it's modern, it's that they've changed it so much.
2: I don't it's like the mystery, overall it's not mystery track. science to me anymore. The vibe of the new one I'm not enjoying. No, I,
0: it's I I
1: am on the fence because like I do agree they've gone way too rapid fire. Like the thing is with with the Mikey or I'm sorry, with the uh, Joel years, it was that the movies were bad, they were painful and they made fun of them. The Mike years, they were bad but they were having fun with them. Now with Jonathan, it's just like they're enjoying the fact that they're bad and it kind of is like it's a little uh going against what the whole point of the of the the show is and yeah they're way too rapid fire they need to get rid of some of the writers scale things down give the movies time to breathe like there were a couple of episodes where it was a little bit better spaced out and it felt like they actually were using the best jokes for the time rather than just throwing Everything at the wall and seeing what's stuck. It's like you can't do that for a 90 minute thing. And my other gripe with the new series. The host segments I always enjoyed in the old episodes. With the new one, the host segments, because they Felicia are total there, fast
0: forward material.
1: It's, it's essentially, uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. It's so sec, you know, uh, whenever, whenever Felicia Day has more than five seconds, it turns into, like, there was a bit where she did like a, a sing-along with Doogie Hauser, and it was one of the worst things I've ever seen on Mystery <laughs> Science Theater. It went on and on and on, and I'm like, this belongs, in like, do, you know, Dr. Uh, horrible Sing Along blog, not in Mystery Science Theater, and it just, it really irritated the hell out of me, and I was like, so that's, I think that... I don't know. Maybe they'll, they'll kind of tweak it a little bit more. I'm just ha- kind of happy that it's there, but also I'm like, I have,
3: I, I have, yeah, pro- I, I have problems you know, with
0: it. I, I, I gave it a try. It, it, I don't hate it because it's new, which I know is the big thing everyone misinterprets about me. I hate something just because it's new. No, I gave it a fair shot. I wasn't too impressed with the first reboot season. I gave the second reboot season a shot, and I'm just like, no, I'm just, I'm so not into this. This isn't mystery science theater to me. If I hated everything that was new, I would have hated the Mike years. I actually liked the Mike years a little bit more than the Joel years, personally. Let's go back to AIs. So to, to wrap up, film, as, as I said earlier in this, tends to have AI almost always turning on us in some way. Why do you think that is? That it's just more interesting on a film level? Is it just inevitably that's where this is going to go? That we are going to destroy ourselves with AI. AI just can't work the way we intend it to because by definition, artificial intelligence has to learn. And it also has to see how bad as a race we are. Is is that where we are? Is that the dichotomy we're at?
2: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say we're doomed. We've... uh Made technology too smart, and it is absolutely going to turn on us and uh nuke us into oblivion and keep five of us alive and uh continue torturing us for hundreds of years to come. Damn, hated of. humans. He hated them
1: in that. Really did. It, it's so weird because going back to, like, the Matrix, you know, we need to put in a kill switch, but then... It's like we're kind of taking away our creation's free will and it's like we don't want we don't want to give it too much power because basically AI will eventually kill us but at the same time, you know is that really the evolution of humans
0: that is like all right, or, well, or 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 look what just look what just happened in real life where a self-driving Tesla ran down one of those like security robots or will they fight each other? Oh, battle bots!
3: Oh, yeah! That,
1: <laughs> there you go, battle bots. I I just hope that we have enough foresight to um have it so the people that do create uh these things have a little bit of initiative, and it's not just uh, put in there for commercial purposes, and then we end up being killed by uh Amazon bots or something.
0: Hey, just look at it this way. Go look at that footage of the car hitting the robot, the self-driving car hitting the robot. It. F- swerved to hit it this was an assassination this was getting rid of the competition man <laughs> i think I, I think this is aliens versus predator we're just here yeah whoever wins we lose mm. damn straight on that note, where can we find Cecil the robot himself? Oh, oh crap. Uh, I am over
1: here not trying to assimilate into human society. Goodbedflix.com as
0: well as goodbedflix
1: on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and 1201beyond.com.
0: And where can we find Peter with his new setup, making new videos, and getting mad at people?
2: Well, I'll tell you where he can find me, but uh, it's... Before you start trusting AI too much, let me just uh, go back and read you this quote from I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. Hate. Let me tell you how much I've come to hate you since I began to live. There are 387.44 million miles of printed circuits and wafer-thin layers that fill my complex. If the word hate was engraved on each nano-angstrom of those hundreds of millions of miles, it would not equal one one one-billionth of the hate I feel for humans at this micro-instant for you. Hate. Hate, 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 hate. You can find me on Twitter at Zinematica, Facebook the Cinematicist, YouTube the Cinemasochist on 1201beyond.com with other fine programming, shows, and merchandise, and on my Patreon at Zinematica. Give me money before all the computers kill us. I'm working off of a 2007-era computer that's barely running
0: Windows 7. So if you want to help out, you can PayPal any kind of help. I really, no bullshit, need a new computer. 1201beyond at gmail.com, which is also where you can contact us. Or we have a Patreon, 1201beyond. Or you can go to 1201beyond.com. Guys, don't let the AI take over. Try to be a cut above. Keep one foot in the gutter, one fist in the gold. Have a good night.